Hello. This time not as happy as usual, but like one has to talk about it. Happy morning day to all of you. Uh, National morning day as I call it for years. Um, And we have a couple of news. So I will introduce you today to our new podcast host. Hello, Veronica. Hello. (laughs) You might have heard her already in our last episode and I'm very sorry to tell all of you that we lost Tim and we lost him to love. I'm really sad that we don't have him on board anymore, but I'm very happy that I can't convince you. So Veronica, are you excited to be a host now on our beautiful project? Very excited, obviously. Yeah, I know. It's going to be great. Let's talk about the beautiful National Morning Day. Although we probably should say for everyone else involved that we normally would call it Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, I refuse to call it that. Before we start, be excited. There are some many points that we were going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. It's going to be got a lot to get through. my song. And we're going to have Daryl Kiermaier on our show. I'm very excited about that and also very scared because I know him for a very long time. And I really hope he's not going to come with a lot of weird stories. Also, if you're here and you're interested in hearing about the people who broke my heart and why I'm such in such a bad mood today, well, I guess you will have to wait until the end of the podcast because I'm not going to reveal it in the beginning. And we're going to talk about the origin of Valentine's Day and yeah. the origin of love, the concept of romantic love and what it means. Yeah, exactly. You want to start? Tell us a little bit about Valentine's Day. Sure, yeah. Um. So yeah, when I was researching this, I was surprised because I assumed that Valentine's Day was some sort of like, you know, capitalist bullshit holiday um, that had kind of been like resurrected relatively recently so that they could sell us cards and chocolate and all that crap. Um, But I was surprised that it has a really, really long historical origin. Um, And it's a little bit confusing, like, where exactly it comes from, because there were lots of different St. Valentines, and it's not exactly clear who, which one this day is based on. Um, But the most likely is this um, sort of priest who was living in, like, the Roman Empire. Um, He was Christian, it's a Christian traditional holiday. And, um, yeah, he performed weddings for for people and um, performed some sort of miracle and converted a bunch of people to Christianity and was executed for doing so. So yeah, that's kind of like what we think this holiday comes from. It was probably kind of coincided with this sort of pagan holiday that celebrated the coming of spring. And as Christianity sort of took hold in Europe, um, it was kind of like Valentine's Day replaced this pagan holiday. We don't know exactly how with force or just naturally or whatever, but they kind of came together a little bit. Um, And it's interesting that it coincides with this sort of like the very beginnings of spring and the mating season for the birds in Europe. It begins like around the 14th of February because it's all about these like fresh starts and love in a way. Um, But yeah, it wasn't really a romantic holiday until Chaucer started writing about it. So we think that Chaucer, this writer from the Middle Ages, was the first to kind of create this connotation with romance and this was later taken up by Shakespeare and other authors and it became kind of grounded in this idea of romantic love. Yeah that's actually a very interesting point because like in preparation for this podcast and I was looking up I was thinking when did we was it always 
this concept of romantic love or like mm. this idea that we have now and that we see in movies and literature is that always been the same and it was very interesting to find out so i was reading this article by uh, david shumway i think i hope i pronounce him right um what's love got to do with it romance and intimacy mm. in an age of hooking up um it was a really interesting read so i can really recommend it to anybody uh, everybody who's interested in love and the concept of love and basically what he's talking about is that it emerged in mm. the middle ages so it's a concept that evolved over time because it was not linked with marriage at the beginning it was more like affairs and everything outside so like marriage was just a transaction and a political decision and had something to do with economics but not with what we think of what love is nowadays. Yeah, I thought it was very, very interesting to see that that's not connected. Mm. And it took until the 19th century afterwards, yeah, Chaucer and Shakespeare, they all picked it up and it evolved to this idea that then love is the base of every good marriage. Mm. If you look at it now, I don't know anymore. Our concepts of love are constantly changing to in a good way, I think, but at the same time, very difficult. It gets complicated, right? If you look at literature and movies, it always stops with marriage and then they live happily ever after. Mm -hmm. And that's very interesting that then in his article, he differentiates between love and intimacy. Mm. And he's basically saying, so all those movies and literature and everything is always dealing with this curtly love, like pursuing the other ones and like just ups and downs and all this crazy yeah. stuff that's going on all the drama and then you live, live happily ever after and then everything that comes afterwards is more intimacy in intimacy, intimacy yeah <laughs> as one can notice i don't have any experience with that because otherwise i would be able to say this word probably i guess not i've never been lucky in love <laughs> so <laughs> no i don't know it's interesting i mean i i think it has always evolved hasn't it i am um, the piece i made about love i kind of was thinking about this idea of romantic love but for me that's never been the whole story about love and um I wanted to kind of embody the different ways that we love and the different types of relationships we have because there's so much more than just your partner that should be important to you so I decided to look back at the Greek forms of love and um I remember kind of like hearing about that at school and how they have this idea of like sexual love is different to platonic love and all these different forms so yeah, I kind of decided to look at those different types of love for the photography piece that I made for this. Could you tell us a little bit about like how many are they and what are the names? Yeah, so traditionally there are six types, um, but I actually, there are sort of a few more as well. And some of them have been kind of like adopted more for like modern forms as well. So I actually decided to use um, the subtypes as well. So I went with nine different types. Everybody who's interested in knowing all the nine different types of love you definitely have to check out our blog yeah um i think what i'm interested in most is like what was your favorite like nine types of love it makes totally sense because i think no love is the same there's so many different ways of love we're kind of always stuck with this romantic idea but mm -hmm. like there's so many types so what do you think was your favorite i don't know i mean they kind of all overlap a little bit and I think each relationship is kind of like a combination of a few of the different types um I guess my favorite would have been philia which is this sort of 
yeah, platonic love, I guess. And the Greeks really saw it in this way. It was like the the most intense, deep form of love really was uh, was philia. And the Greeks saw it as something that happened between like soldiers in battle. It was this brotherhood or this sisterhood um, and this really real sort of like connection. And for me, I think that's the most important form of love because my friends have always been the most important people to me. And I think that like any kind of like relationship you're going to have, you need to be friends with that person. Um, so yeah, I, w- I would say that Filia was my favorite type. Sounds lovely. Honestly, yeah, I think like friendships, it's a very special love as well because you have your family love, obviously, that in under normal circumstances, it's something that just kind of unconditionally and that's beautiful. And then you have those yeah. chosen friends and that's so different to like the romantic love, but those people can come and go. And Definitely. And with the platonic love, there's so much flexibility, I think. Um, but an interesting thing, so the familial love, like love between members of a family in the Greek setting is storge. And that's really funny because I think that they included the idea of being able to choose your family in that in that form of love. So it happens between sort of like parents and children and siblings and cousins and stuff. But it was included. It, it kind of overlaps a little bit with philia and, and that you could kind of like choose your family in a way, which I really like that idea as well. Another question I have is like, so what was your process? How did you pick mm. the pictures? Which ones did you choose? Yeah, so I think for certain types of certain words, I had these like particular pictures in mind. So I went through my archive and uh, chose all the different pictures and the ones that kind of spoke to me the most. And there were certain words that were really easy to pick photos for and others that were kind of slightly more difficult. Like there's this Greek perception of um, like hospitality, which I kind of initially I read that and I was like, oh, that's not going to fit anything. Like I don't I don't feel like hospitality is a form of love anymore. It's not very modern. But then I thought about it and realized how much I love having my friends around and how much I love hosting people. And um, when friends come to stay, especially living in a foreign country, my friends from home come and stay in Berlin sometimes. And I always really love creating a space for them. Um, So like, yeah, I went through and found all these photos and realized that they were all black and white, which was just kind of like a coincidence. But yeah, they kind of like formed this um, group of nine really, really nicely. Actually, it was quite an easy one to do. Yeah, I've seen them already and I love them. So to all of you, please check out her photography. Um, It's in our news blog post about love. So go on our blog, follow our blog, follow our podcast. Give us a great star review, please. Yeah, I think it's time for our first break. And then we have Daryl on our office. Welcome back from our break. Um, and now, as I said before, I'm excited because this person, I know him very, for a very long time now, too long, I think, and I'm hoping he's gonna be nice and not say anything bad because we approach love very different in very different ways. Yeah, Derek Kiermaier. So excited to have you here. Welcome. Great to be here. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? There are not many, but I'm sure there's a couple of few people left who haven't heard of the great poetry slammer, Daryl Kiermaier. Okay, like uh, for the two or three people around the world who haven't heard of me, probably. Um, I'm Daryl. I'm uh, 27 years old. Um, originally from Munich, uh, but living in Hamburg right now. I'm a student uh, studying 
work economy and society basically and yeah um, but i think the reason i'm here is uh, because i'm also a slam poet um have been a slam poet for yeah almost 10 years now it will be uh, 10 years in october so um yeah 10 years of uh, writing poems uh, stories and performing them on stage um yeah which is a real great hobby of mine and yeah kind of also my semi-profession i guess <laughs> that's me that's you. Ten years. I can't believe it's really ten years, but it makes sense. Yeah. Did you already do it when I was? No, no, I I didn't do it when we got to know each other. We were like six, sixteen. No, you were together with Alex when you were fourteen or something, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't but it? but we didn't get to know each other. I was fifteen when no, I, I when I saw you the first time. I was fifteen, so it's been twelve years, and yeah, around uh, two years later, I I started speaking. <laughs> that's true yeah it's insane um i'm very happy that we have you on our podcast anyways you and i we approach love very differently i think or like i don't know or we'll find out since i know you you've always been in relationships i've always failed i've always broke up with the person after a minute a week on their birthday i just made a lot of a mess in munich and you went from one girl to the other and what I think is beautiful, because like in my case, it was always a lot of drama. In your case, it was like nice relationships. I think so, most of the time. Yeah, I guess I, I've got uh, nothing bad to say about any of my relationships that I have. And I guess you're probably right about like the differences. Um, usually when I get into some kind of a relationship, it was like the, uh, yeah, classic we are together now and uh, yeah the classic relationship kind of thing so i don't th i don't feel like i was always <laughs> maybe like most of the time at the time where, where where i had a longer period of time where i wasn't in a relationship you were already gone like you weren't in munich anymore so you yeah makes sense i yeah like i left when i was about 18 19 so but like anyways i don't think anybody's interested in our <laughs> <laughs> we're having a history lesson on munich and the dating scene <laughs> actually what i wanted to know from you there is like what inspired you for your poem yeah um well the main inspiration was uh Graciela asking me <laughs> To write something about love. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, no, okay. No. Let me let me ask the question in a different way. How would you define love? Uh, what I was thinking about uh, prior to writing um, that piece, text, poem, whatever. Love is is such a diverse term or phenomenon uh, that's like different for everyone. That's uh, different on every occasion, and I never, yeah. There's like, of course, I, I feel love in uh, relationships, like in the, uh, yeah, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever relationship. Um, but there's love uh, between friends, there's love uh, to um, hobbies or activities or whatever. And um, it's always some kind, always a different kind of love. And, and I was thinking about, so, okay, so how, how can I approach this? 
and we could like take the classic laugh and go really deep and explore it and uh, then it was like no i'm just gonna uh, sit down uh, take a quick minute or something it was a bit more than a quick minute but uh just find out what comes quick and easily yeah it's 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 diverse it's uh always something different but it's always there and so i just took what uh, came to mind without diving too deeply because i think uh, sometimes we tie we dive too deeply when it when it's about love instead of just loving yeah no no i agree i think we definitely should listen to it now if you give us the honor of like presenting your piece yeah I, i'll i'll do my best i hope you enjoy um it's called i actually gave it a title i don't always do that um i call it uh, 444 because it's four verses for the four letters of the word love we all want love but what is she though where does she come from where does she go what does love want what does she take a bond so incredibly strong yet sometimes so easy to break she's a devious parasite that brings endless joy upon its host it's sometimes sometimes shockingly loud sometimes discreetly but beware my friend the way that it eventually goes the place where it lived is left wounded so deeply love is love is a lie it's just profoundly wrong. It's like saying music is music, a song is a song. Every time you love anything, on each given day, is a love that will never be loved again in this very way. There's just one thing I hold to be true. Love can't be forced. Love can't be contained. So embrace her when you get a chance and give love her due. Love when happy and love even more so when pained. Because love lives her life loving you each single day. Thank you for listening. It's beautiful. Honestly, I think it's one of my favorites so far, except the one you wrote once for me, but the other ones, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I, I really like it. I think it's beautiful. And I think there's so much truth in it in, in saying that there is just not just one way. And like every love is different. I had a couple of questions though. I wanted to know, why why did you make love female um i don't know <laughs> like, uh yeah maybe it has uh, something to do with uh being german i guess because uh german it's uh die liebe which is uh, a female pronoun but uh yeah but always when i imagined uh love as a person it would be a female well it makes also sense if you think of like the greek goddess venus and yeah. also yeah, in literary context even if we would think of that like emotions and love is always associated with women and like rationality used to be like more like a male trait i guess no. yeah it's just something i stumbled over it but it makes totally sense Anyway, I think also it's very interesting if we're already talking about the differences with love. I think I've I've never said I've said a lot of times I love you in English and I meant it, but I've never in my life said ich liebe dich. I've never said it to anybody. And like even that I had to say it right now was like hard. There's something in me I just I don't know, I've never said it. Um but I think in English it's 
I don't know, Veronica, isn't it a little bit overused? Yeah, I think it's it's really interesting as a German learner, kind of like hearing people, uh, because it translates like, in terms of the setup of the sentences, they translate really well. I love you, ich liebe dich. It like fits very well in the in the the sentences together. So English speakers, when they learn German, they're like, oh yeah, ich liebe dich. They don't think anything of it because I love you in English. It is meaningful, but we say it about everything. Like you can say, I love you to a friend, or your mother. You can say, I love books. I love food. It's, it's overused, McDonald's. I think. I love it. Yeah. And it kind of loses a bit of its meaning. You know, like when you tell your partner, like, I love you. Obviously, like they can know what that means, but like, it doesn't have this, like, I, I kind of like that in German, there's this like other level of telling someone you love them. And that's really reserved for like when you feel it really deeply. And I, I kind of feel like that's missing a little bit in English. It's a bit of a shame. Yeah. Or maybe it's just, I'm a weird person. I don't know. Daryl, have you, have you ever said I love you in German? Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've said it uh, plenty of times already. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's uh, it's interesting. There we go. That's what I mean. Like we approach love very yeah. differently. Um, and uh, absolutely. Because, okay, there are two points I'd like to make. One is uh, the language thing. That's something I, I noticed a few years ago when I met someone who I started uh, talking to and um, we were both German speaking, but somehow we started out uh, like speaking in English or texting in English um, for no real reason. I don't know why. Um, but I noticed that it's like sometimes just easier to say things not in your own language like you're, you're having this almost like a different persona can mm -hmm. kind of hide behind there it's okay yeah saying the same stuff in uh, my own on a native language like uh, if, I, if i say it now in german it would be too real <laughs> kind of yeah definitely that's the thing like i can't i can't i've never said it to anybody i think I've been close to it twice. Yeah, I've I've never managed I've never managed to say it in German because it's just like for me love is this romantic love is something that I I don't know, I I give it a lot of value and I I love my friends and I um in German we can also say ich hab dich lieb. So I really care for you and I would say that and it means also a lot and that's also what I would say to my family. But in general, I just don't have a heart. Um, I have a stone. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, which is not um, true. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, I think there's one person I wanted to say it once, but I didn't get the chance to. And I guess that's also why I wrote this song at the end. Ah, I don't know. It's just hard. It's very hard. But I think that's also what I loved about your poem was that you you have this metaphor of a parasite. That's mm. like because love is it's it's horrible. It's like so close to hate. And it makes sense. Because like you're like for me, if I really if if you manage to make me to fall in love, which is hard in itself, because you can I have very easily crushes and I really like them, and then I either gonna run away, move in another country, just go. Or I'm gonna be very weird so that you're gonna push me away anyways. Or like as soon as I notice that you might lose interest, 
I also like push it to the limit so that we don't have this problem and then like it's all fine and then I'm very proud so it's never gonna happen that you're gonna hear from me again um I don't know ah anyway I think this parasite it really hit me because I thought like I hate it every time I fall in love because or like have a crush because it's this thing that just is in my mind and it I stop being productive I can't get anywhere and that's why I always want immediately my rejection so that I can move on so like if you're unsure of me I'm gonna and I've noticed oh I could like this person I might don't even want a relationship but I like this person it's like okay what is the most annoying thing I could do probably just that you leave me alone now <laughs> so that I can move on with my life mm. um, so this parasite thing I think it's very true. But I guess you were thinking of something else, <laughs> weren't you? Um, yeah, it's just, um, I was thinking of a parasite in a kind of way that's um, just, uh, it happens and then just like you say, it, it borrows in your mind and then it's it's there and it stays there and it uh, doesn't leave mm. and uh, eats upon your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, and it's always, yeah. I guess it uh, depends on how it's going. You enjoy it, and sometimes it uh, has gets removed one way or another, and uh, yeah, some somehow leaves a wound of some kind. Yeah, that, that's that's uh, the other thing I wanted to say. Like just like you said, I, I'm I think I'm pretty easy on the word love. Um, also, uh, yeah, like Liebe in German. I've, I've thought a lot about it um, in retrospective because when I was uh, young and a teen, I was um, I think it's, that's a that's a coin um, that was a term that was coined <laughs> by uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother. I love you, whore, or something like that. <laughs> and the, it wasn't as bad, but I I got pretty quickly to a state where I could say I love this person and say it to their face and had uh, the desire to tell them. And there were times where where I thought, like, is, is that a bad thing? Am I too easy? Are my feelings not real? Because we have um, we have this uh, yeah collective thought about love and uh, how heavy and hard-hitting it is and how deep... Uh, the emotion runs and has to run for it to be real. I don't have an answer, but I thought, um, well, maybe just when it's so easy for me to get to the point that I can say and firmly believe I love someone. I think that's a good thing. I, I like I, it. I, no, honestly, I always thought it's it's a nice thing. It's a good thing. I think everybody feels very differently. And like, I sometimes think it's it's such a nice feeling if you're in a loving relationship and you're like, find somebody that you can share it and you're like happy to be with. So I don't think it's a bad thing. It's like we all feel differently. And I think that was also this time we chose this word love for commercial reasons. <laughs> no, also because I think it's, as you can see, we're both German, um, but still it's different. Everybody is different. Love doesn't mean the same thing to everybody. It's everybody feels different and that's legitimate and that's how it should be. And that makes it complicated, but um, I think that's why it's also important to talk about it that 
any feeling you have is valid so if you feel this is love and you it, it's easier for you to fall in love that's great that's good and you should embrace it like you say in your poem i think you should embrace the moments that make you happy if that doesn't come easily to you then that's just the way it is and it's not bad or good i think this yeah well i guess it's time to talk about my song so for everybody who just is here out of vanity because they think it's about them they can <laughs> or like as i said in the introduction if you're here to to hear the list of people who broke my heart i'm very sorry to disappoint you I'm not gonna talk about you um i'm yeah so like when i was approaching what am i gonna do i have a couple of songs about love i have one was originally thinking of maybe using the one I wrote for my mother that I love very much and I was or I was thinking of writing a poem about my last relationship and like I loved him very much as well but like in a very different way to I think for me the closest I ever came to love was or like where I wanted to say it I wanted to say it to my ex as well and like I meant it but like there's this one person that I met <laughs> very long ago and my stubbornness and his stubbornness and like me being very proud led to just a mess and I think a couple of people have this this one person that you meet when you're 15 16 and then goes on for years and yeah like it recently just happened that like I finally had the courage to talk to him tell him what happened the last couple of years because like I basically the backstory is that like we met and like I he wanted to be with me I got scared like always and also because like often I feel like especially with me people exoticize me so they fell in love with an idea of me but not really with me so that's another reason I pushed him immediately away and the only relationships I had so far were always people who like managed to survive the crazy phase of mine when I'm like trying to get rid of you and yeah and this person like the thing is I get very stubborn and then you can't you won't notice like if I don't want you to know I will do everything in my power that you will think I'm over you and yeah and like basically this person I wrote the song about we just hurt each other a lot <laughs> Um, I think we liked each other a lot and it's still complicated and we don't I avoided him every time I was in relationships I on purpose didn't want to see him and but I think at some point there comes also a time where like you can't make things happen and some things they get into this great fairy tale that's probably not even true if it would happen or not but like um, I think this this song is just kind of <laughs> I guess just my way of saying like them I'm grateful for the time but like I'm also ready to move on because I've said everything I wanted to say and you can't make people you you can't force them to choose you um even though if I think or well, I have the feeling that it it's to a certain degree mutual but like at some point it's just you have to move on because otherwise you're just gonna chase a fairy tale that's never gonna happen and like I did everything I could and yeah I guess I was just I felt like I wanted to write a song about this feeling where you love somebody and you probably always will, but like at some point there's, there's not much more you can do and then it's time to move on and like just 
close the chapter, I guess, and like stop waiting because I think in my case, I've done everything and the ball is not in my court anymore. And like, but I'm also not willing to wait longer. I don't know. Yeah. So maybe you listen to it. <laughs> and here's my song. And yeah, just listen to it. Took your hat Run away Because I knew It would make you upset I carried you In your drunkest night You insulted me I knew we were right We tried Tell each other how we found But I got scared And traveled to work You stayed And I guess you moved on I was back there I promise I'll be gone But there's something to say something that just cannot wait something I need you to know before I can go before I can finally move on to Sunday without a break and I really loved you from the moment I met you until today and I lost you to a stupid mistake of letting my brain get in my way Took me ten years to tell you We were walking down the streets of our youth Listen, boy, I need to tell you I never stop loving you If you were willing to come with me The train is about to leave This is your last chance to Sunday without a brain and I really loved you from the moment I met you until today but you lost me to a stupid mistake of letting your pride get in your way
welcome back from the horrible experience of listening to my voice and the inside of my brain, a lovesick brain. Nothing um, horrible about it. How did you enjoy it, Veronica and Daryl? I loved it. So beautiful. And it's so beautiful to hear you doing every single part of that song, like the guitar and the piano and the vocals and everything. It's just really nice hearing like, yeah, it all come from you. And I think that's so lovely for a, such a personal love song as well. Um, yeah, congratulations. Thank you. It's gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah. I also absolutely loved it. But I'm also a, lo uh, a love song sucker, a sucker for love songs. <laughs> Words. <laughs> Words are what I do, and <laughs> no, I, I I really really enjoyed it, and I think why love songs are such a beautiful thing, and why they will never go away, is because uh, people always have something they can kind of relate to, and you uh, create this wonderful piece of art you put out there, and um, of course it's about some kind of person and maybe they listen to it maybe they don't maybe something will come of it um but there's always this yeah this this music this piece of art for someone else and uh, even if it's just one other person out there who deeply relates and feels uh understood in this very moment at a song um i think that's beautiful and important thank you yeah i guess it was also kind of my aim because it took me i was pondering about it a long time if i really should do that but i was like i'm i can't be the only one who has those drama those traumatic love stories and like maybe if anybody can just relate to it i think it would just make me happy that they know it's they're not alone with it we all have those special people in our life and yeah, it's it was nice also to just put it out there, I guess. Yeah, and um, I'm not very good with words, as I said before. That like sometimes I want to reach out to people, and like I'm just too stubborn. And yeah, I don't know. I guess we all love love to a certain degree. Yeah, I don't know. That's how it is, right? Any last thoughts on love? Comments on love? Anything you need to say before we stop? No, I, I just uh, wanted uh, to pick the love thing back up um, because we talked about it and it's not just that everybody always loves love because a lot of times uh, a lot of bad, bad things happen from love because of love. Uh, people do horrible things to each other and that's also part of it, and uh, we shouldn't like that one out because it's, of course, it's uh, beautiful and loving and giving and filling and all those beautiful things. But it's also um, hard and heartbreaking and uh, sometimes painful and sometimes really hard work. Um, and yeah, it's um, just like with a lot of things, the highest highs have the lowest lows. That's most certainly the case uh, with love, and Definitely. that's uh, what makes it such an interesting topic, in my opinion. Different mm -hmm. for everybody, it's also sometimes just the same for everybody, and yeah. Yeah, it's uh, very, like, I think already that there's 
that the Greeks found nine types of it tells us so much about it that and it's definitely like I appreciate every love I felt in my life did I enjoy all of it definitely not and like it's it was horrible and like still some of it is you learn from it but it's definitely not just positive I don't know but yeah I totally agree and um, but that's why I'm, I'm actually happy we we chose this topic because I think there's always there's so many anchors you can look at it and can translate this word into other languages but everybody feels it differently and every emotion with it is valid and there is no standardized romantic Hollywood love there's there's so much more to it and yeah and I think we kind of did a good job with like our pieces so please please check out our blog we have some other amazing artists who also tried the luck with love and it's worth to have a look at I promise so please follow and subscribe our blog and podcast leave a five-star review for our amazing project we only want five-star reviews we don't want one reviews if you're that then like why are you even listening goodbye next yeah if you didn't like it then leave (laughs) (laughs) um yeah thank you to the two of you for um joining me in this session of love i wish you all like a happy national morning day um i have a date with myself right now so (laughs) enjoy any yeah. last words? Happy Valentine's Day and thank you for hosting us, Graciela. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I love being here. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you very much. Have a great, I'm gonna say it, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>